Welcome again to The Harvest, our weekly broadcast as we gather around our computer screens and our phone screens and whatever else we're watching. Uh, And uh, we take about 30 minutes uh, out of our busy schedule with a cup of coffee sitting by our side, maybe a glass of tea, and we find out what God is doing all across the world. God is still on the move. He's doing some great things in our world today. He's calling people to full-time missions. He's calling people to volunteer in their local churches. He's calling people to go out to the highways and the byways of their communities and to give of their time and talent and treasure to minister to lives for the glory of God and for the kingdom of God. You're one of those people as you're watching here today. And uh, I know that you're going to be inspired today by the stories that you're going to be hearing from our guests that we have on our broadcast today. Would you please welcome with me uh, Chris and Kim Gray, who are missionaries called to the nation of Italy. Uh, It's Chris and Kim. It is so great to have you with us today. Welcome to the harvest. Thank you for having us. Love love being here with you guys. Very good. Well, listen, you are right now in, you're not in Italy. You're in, is it Springfield, Missouri that you're, that you're at right now? Seated at your home, right? That is correct. And just behind you, there's some pictures that you can barely, some of us can barely see. It's just kind of like cut off, but you can see the legs and the arms of, 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 of four people. And it looks like it's both of you and you have two children. And uh, they're nine and a half months apart. Can you tell us a little bit about what happened there? Did you have a long labor? <laughs> is that what happened? Um, no. Yeah, no. Cooper is our oldest. He is about seven and a half. Uh-huh. And then Bria, our little support. Prize blessing came along about nine and a half months later. Um, She was not planned, but we are so thankful for her. She lightens up our family and keeps us on track. (laughs) That's fantastic. So you had you had quite a quite a stretch of double diapers and double everything else. It's almost like having twins, not quite though. (laughs) It was, yeah. Irish twins, I think, is what the official term is. Irish twins follow directions. Oh, well, uh, what a blessing. Children are are a blessing and a gift from the Lord. And uh, we're so glad to have you guys with us today. So you guys are called to the nation of Italy. Uh, We're going to find out a little bit more about that uh, in a few minutes. But um, for those that are watching the broadcast here today, why don't you all introduce yourselves to the folks that are watching? Tell us a little bit about your lives and what's brought you to where we are today. Well, as you said, my name is Chris Gray, and I'm actually a missionary kid. I grew up in in Italy, and my parents moved us there in 1986 as independent missionaries. And uh, through through some events, we helped start the International Christian Fellowship uh, with the Assemblies of God in the city of Rome uh, with another missionary by the name of Terry Hoggard. And so we helped start that church. And it was there that I believe that God placed a calling on my life. I didn't quite know exactly what that was at the time. Uh, but I then graduated from college, college, graduated from high school, I should say, and uh, moved here to Springfield, Missouri, where I attended Central Bible College and graduated in 2001. And then I tried to become a children's pastor as a single guy. And uh, for most people, if you've been in ministry, you know, uh, Come a guy as a children's pastor, being single just wasn't going to happen, not very easily. <laughs> and so uh, I felt like that door had shut on me, 
And but the door for working for the Boys and Girls Club opened up. And so for the past 20 years, I've been working for the Boys and Girls Club and kind of worked my way up from working as a lifeguard to team director to a program director to running my own facility with uh, over 200 kids every day. Wow. Okay. Well, that's that that that's a great synopsis of, of your life and it's where we are leading up to today. Kim, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your life. Yeah, so I'm Kim Gray. Um, Chris, I met Chris when we were, oh, I was in my upper 20s. Um, so y'all single ladies out there who haven't found your mate yet, it's great. Enjoy what God has for you <laughs> in this season because yeah. um, his plans and his timing is so much better than what you could ever imagine. Um, so yeah, I was... Uh, I was born in Texas, and then my family moved here to Missouri, so I've lived most of my life, my adult life here in Missouri. Um, I met Chris, and at that point, I was at a stage of kind of transition in my life. I was a teacher. Um, I taught first grade for a couple years, and then God kind of called me out of that, kind of started closing some doors. Uh, That time, I was living with a roommate, and she was getting her social work degree. We were foster parents. Uh, We started as a respite provider, and then that transitioned into a full-time placement. Uh, we had some a sibling group for about three years. And then um, we moved. She says she was that she graduated. She wanted to uh, open an international adoption agency. And I thought that sounded great. <laughs> I was single at the time. And I think I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds great. I don't really want to teach anymore. Uh, so I went with her to Kentucky for a couple months. We did training and then came back home to Missouri and started, our, started an office here. Uh, so I've been with this international adoption agency for about 16 years now. Um, like Chris said, we got married. Um, I met him on the back of a hay wagon. If that doesn't sound like completely Missouri to all of you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were happy. We were both really set in our careers. We loved living here in Missouri. Um, we moved across town because we thought God had placed us in our jobs and we were volunteering at our church. We were settled. We moved across town to the better school district. Um, but God's plans aren't our plans. And about three years ago, he called us out of our life, out of our plans for our lives into missions. And it changed everything. But it, but hope, if, if you're watching this, I hope that you know that God's plan is bigger and so much better than yours, even if it's yeah. not what you see at that moment. And what's really cool about this is that you guys weren't called to, uh, or at least fulfilled your missions uh, calling uh, until later in life. I mean, you guys are not, uh, I mean, you said you met, you, you met uh, Chris in your early, uh, in your late 20s. So I'm, I'm adding yep. about at least seven and a half, eight years to that with the kids. So, I mean, I'm looking, you guys are probably um, knocking on, yes. you know, you know what I'm saying. So <laughs> there's a lot of people that are called to missions you know, when they're kids or in their teens Mm -hmm. and they go right into the mission field and just, you know, just immerse themselves in that and they become full-time lifelong, you know, missionaries. But you guys ended up going into what we'll call the secular work field. And uh, there you are, Chris, with the Boys and Girls Club. And and there you are, Kim, working as a... uh, as a, as a, in this adoption agency and, you know, really you're still ministering. I mean, you're still, I mean, I can still hear your heart, you know, for, for loving on people and, and, and making sure that you rescue them and help them out of their situation. But yet you're working in those particular fields where you're getting the paycheck and kind of doing that sort of thing. 
uh, it's really interesting because there may be some people actually that are watching that are saying, well, I know God's called me to, to missions. I know God's called me to do something more than what I'm doing now. Um, but I just don't see how I can get from, you know, point A to point B. Uh, I, I, it just doesn't, I, I, I can't see the path, but, but I feel the passion. How, how would you speak to them about that? Well, I mean, just like you said with us, um, I, we, we both strongly feel that God ordains your steps and he prepares you for what he's calling you to do. Uh, so if, as you get to know us and get to know our story, um, what God was having us do in the secular field, what God was teaching us throughout these past 20 years or so is what he's called us to do overseas in the mission. So God never leads you somewhere where there's not a next step. Um, so no matter those of you who are listening, who feel like you're kind of at a spot where a crossroads kind of, okay, I need, I don't know where I'm going. There's a turn coming, but I don't know where, where that is or what that looks like. Um, it's scary. It's yeah. um, that you feel like you're jumping off a cliff, but God will always catch you. God always provides. Um, and even throughout this journey for us, there've been moments, many, many moments where we didn't know what was happening next. Um, where sometimes you feel like you're hitting not a wall, but you, you're just at the end of yourself. You're at the end of what you know to do. And then God comes in, God steps in, in some way, shape or form. And it's just part of your story and all the lives that he's going to have you minister to and work to. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, it's such a, a couple of things there. First off, it's such a um, it's such a difficult place to be. It's a challenging place to be when you're at that what you call that crossroads, that that place where you know there's a turn, there's a there's a change getting ready to come, and you feel so out of control, don't you? Like you know, you're used mm-hmm. to kind of going to work and doing your thing, and you know what the process is and the mm-hmm. systems, and here's the, you know, a month rolls by, and the next month rolls by, and you kind of get into this groove, you know? But then when things happen and you feel like that there's a change coming, all of a sudden you're not in control anymore, and that's a really tough place to be, but at the same time it's a very exciting place to be. If you if you get to a place where you say, Lord, I'm just, I can't do anything about this. I, I, I'm not in control of this, but there's something that's stirring in me, and I need to trust in you. And if you're watching today and you're saying, man, I, that's exactly where I am right now. I, I feel like that I'm getting ready to make a change in my life and I don't know what it is. And it's not really even something that that I want to do. I, it puts me in a, a place that's not really a comfort zone for me. It puts me completely in a helpless situation. But it's really the best place for you to be because the Lord's getting ready to do something like what he's done in Chris and Kim's life right now. And I'm not saying he's necessarily going to call you to Italy, but he's got something for you. Uh, but I want you to speak to this. You, you actually alluded to it a moment ago, Chris. Uh, I believe either Chris or Kim. You guys said that the, the things that, that you've done up in these 20 years or so that has prepared you for where you are now. Um, let me ask you this. Do you think that you would... Do you think that you would be as effective in what God's called you to do in Italy if you hadn't had that 20 years of preparation? Where, where, why do, what do you think, how does that play into what, where you are right now, that 20 years of preparation? Well, I would say, you know, the quick answer is, is that no, we would not have been ready. Um, the, the way things played out, you know, I graduated from Central Bible College 
And like I mentioned before, I, I went into, uh, ended up going the secular path. But what I left out there was, you know, I was sitting at the district office waiting to get my credentials uh, to take the test. And I just felt like it wasn't the right time. And so uh, that door kind of shut. But then I went into the Boys and Girls Club and 20 years of that was just, it was preparation. And, you know, everything that I learned from that and the same with Kim, learning what she learned, working with foster kids and, and adoptions and whatnot, laid the laid the groundwork for what God's call us to do in Italy. And, you know, even speaking to, you know, how, how things progressed, you know, we were sitting at our home church with our life groups pastor and our small groups pastor, and we were talking about it's coming up the next year. And at one point, she just kind of stopped and looked at us, and she's like, I think God's telling me to ask you, why are you not in Italy? And that's where our the journey and the desire got placed into our hearts. And at that point, I was like, okay, like many of us do, we search for a no. You know, is this really God? And I like to say, you know, I was like, okay, so what do I have to do? You know, they go, well, you need to get your license to preach. And I was like, okay, well, surely there's something that's going to stop this process in its tracks. But, but the fact that I graduated from Central Bible College and I had all these classes in place, I like to say God set me up for when he was ready to call me. Mm. And so, so I went and got my license and all that and then moved forward. It's like, okay, well, maybe we went for confirmation. You know, you try to confirm it with other people. And so he went to one missionary and we're like, well, still looking for a now. Maybe it's not, not, not the right time, but no, it was like, yes, you need to go. And so then we went, okay. So we went to the, went to Paul Tremontozzi, who's over all the Europe missionaries. And we sat down with him and laid out our hearts. And he was, I was still looking for a no in a way. And he just said, yes. You know, so that confirming process, you know, when we talk to others to confirm, confirm it, the doors just keep on opening, keep on opening. It's just been amazing, this whole process. You know, God gave us all the training over the past 20 years that we're just going to be able to step into, step into essentially almost the same type of work, but on the mission field. That's so cool. And, you know, here's the thing, too, uh, is those 20 years of preparation were not wasted. They weren't lost because you made a difference in those 20 years in all these precious people's lives. So I think we need to be careful. It's not an either or, it's an and, you know, as well as, it's an and as well as that, that God not only uses us at that moment, but he's also preparing us for the next thing. Because, I mean, that's what God does, right? Um, so I love that, I love that, uh, that, uh, that, that thought to say, you know, I think there's so many people that maybe you're looking to, well, one day I'm going to be in ministry. One day I'm going to fulfill my calling. One day I'm going to get to Italy. One day down the road. But folks, today we have an opportunity. And today at this moment, God's planted us where he's planted us to make a difference where we are with what we have, with who's in front of us. And you guys have shown yes. that. And I think too, a lot of what's going on in your lives is you guys have been faithful. You guys have been patient. You guys have bloomed where you're planted. Uh, there's, it's not, you've not been perfect in it, I'm sure. Uh, it, it, there's been some times where you maybe have not been as patient. You've not been as faithful. So I don't want to paint this rosy picture for any of us because all of us are human and sometimes we just get tired, we get frustrated. Mm -hmm. But you guys, by and large, have shown yourselves to be faithful 
and that God can entrust you with greater things. Could you speak to us for just a few moments about that? And then I want to talk to you about what God's called you to do in Italy. How can you speak to the folks here today about blooming where they're planted? Yeah, um, like just like you said, God plants you somewhere. And it's not for, he, God doesn't do things willy-nilly. It's a, for a purpose. And you are touching lives. You are ministering to where you're at. Yes, God's plan might be something else, but in the meantime, where you are at right now, there are lives to be touched. There are people to be impacted. There are relationships for you to engage in. Um, yes, there are moments, like you said, where you're tired and you just don't want to do anything. Um, you just want to sit on your couch and relax. And um, There are moments for that to refresh yourself, but you need to be refreshed so you can pour out and keep pouring out. As Christians, it's our job not just pastor's jobs, not just missionaries' jobs. It's every single Christian has a job to reach somebody. And God yes. places people in your lives, co-workers, family members, just the people that you pass on the street every single day or every few days. Even just a smile can change and brighten someone's life, especially now where we are all lacking in engaging face-to-face relationships. Um, it's, it's important, I think, right now in this season for us to realize that Yes, we can keep a relationship with someone through the television, through the screen, but an impactful, meaningful relationship needs to be watered and nurtured and poured into. And it's hard to do that if you don't make an effort. It's easier for us right now to look at a screen and think, oh, I'm, I attended church. Oh, I'm, I'm a part of things. And yes, you are in some way, but also it's so important to be a part physically and engage and volunteer and yeah. Um, impact lives while you're there. Get involved. Well, as as the, and that's and that's thank you for that. And and I, I th- th- that encourages me. And and it, it just makes me say yes. I, I just need to keep keep on keeping on. Uh, these, this yes. last eighteen months has been challenging for all of us. Uh, and, and the uh, Lord yes. has laid this on your heart. Like in January of 2020, that's when you started the process of of going to Italy. And then certainly COVID kind of shut down the nation and the world in March of 2020, but that didn't stop God's call for your lives. So here you are on the cusp of this, going to Italy. What is it the Lord's called you to do in Italy? What are you going to be doing there? Well, God's called us to do two things. And the first thing is to start an after-school program, a Christian after-school program, and something similar to the Boys and Girls Club. And uh, what we realized when we first started searching is that even on the Christian side, there's not a lot available. And so, because at first I was like, okay, what is there that there? So I don't have to reinvent the wheel. And as I searched, you know, even in the churches, there's not a lot there. There's not like a big organization that you can jump in on. And so we feel like God's leading us not only to start an after-school program in Italy, but also put the curriculum or the tools in place so other churches and missionaries can start one in their own communities. And then all they have to do is tweak it just that little bit for their own communities. And so you're establishing a template. The part. You're establishing a template for them Correct. to replicate. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And then the second part is um, so while we were jumping on board when God called us into missions about three years ago, we were excited, but we were still at that point like, okay, Lord, what do you want us to do? We need to have 
what's our goal? What's what, what can we do with the skills that you have given us? You've placed us where we were for these past 20 years. What do you want us to do with this? How can we further your kingdom with the skills you gave us? Um, and we were introduced to Royal Family Kids Camps. Uh, for those of you who don't know what that is, that is a camp for kids in foster care, kids who are in trauma. Um, the last 16 years of my life have been in trauma world. Um, just teaching parents how to parent children of trauma, and it's a whole other ballgame. Um, um, you can't approach a child who was born in trauma or has lived in trauma the same way you would do with a child who is has a, a regular family. Um, so when we were introduced to these these camps, these royal family kids camps, that hit my heart. It's like, okay, Lord, this is where I this is why I've been where I've been, and this is how I want to use and want to do it. Um, there's about 300 of them that happen here in the states every summer, except for COVID summer. Um, and then there's about seven or eight of them internationally. We are going to start the first Italian branch. Um, so. Uh, okay, so uh, folks, I hope you're listening to this because what both uh, Chris and Kim are saying is that the Boys and Girls Club that Chris was engaged in for 20 years, and then the uh, the, the, the foster um, uh, uh, business that you guys opened up and began to work with uh -huh. foster, uh, yeah, the, the ministry there with, that Kim's been doing for the last years. The Lord is not taking and completely saying, no, I don't want any of that. I'm going to make you do something completely different. He's actually saying, yeah. now, let's take this and let's, let's plug it in mm -hmm. to this community in this foreign nation, which is foreign to me, but not foreign to you, Chris. You grew up there. Uh, and Kim, you're able yep. to, you know, tag into that and, and he, he can kind of be your covering and you can actually get in there a lot more quickly than m most other people because yes. Chris is able to say, oh, that's this and that's that and explain to you some cultural Thank things that, uh -huh. that I wouldn't have to, you know, know, know to do. Yeah. So it's just cool in the economy of God, how he takes everything about our lives and he, and he maximizes it for his glory. And that's exactly what I see is happening in your life. And that's exactly what he wants to do in your life today. And uh, I just feel like that as we close this out here today, believe it or not, we're coming to the end of our time together. I told you it goes by quickly, didn't I? Um, I'd, like for you, I'd like for you guys to lead the folks in prayer here today, because I feel like there's some folks that feel like that they're they feel like they're spinning their wheels. They feel like that they're not making a difference. And they feel like that that ministry that God's called them to is one day down the road, but just beyond their grasp. But none of that is true. And Satan would like to discourage us and make us think that we're not making a difference and all. But we are. And I would love for you to pray for the folks that are watching here today that maybe are in that situation where they're listening to you guys saying, oh, if that could just be me, if the Lord would just open up the door for me to go to a place like Italy and be in full-time ministry and, oh, what a word, it would just be perfect. It, I would just be, it, would just be, it would just be wonderful. Let's, let's encourage folks today as we pray for them to bloom where they're planted and to maybe to see the difference that they're making right there where they are. Um, yes. I just feel like some people need some, some clarification on where they are to recalibrate their focus on really where God's placed them and what God's called them to do. And so if you could pray for the folks that are watching here today 
to that end. And then I would love to have us pray for you guys as you continue to prepare to go to Italy, that the Lord will go before you and do all that he's already done and will continue to do and give you the favor and the provision and the opportunity uh, as you go there. But would you all bow your heads in prayer as Chris and Kim lead us in prayer here today? God bless you guys. God, Lord, thank you. Thank you for this time, God. Thank you, Lord, that you have prepared a ministry field for each and every single one of the believe, your believers, your children, God. Lord, thank you that right now people are touching lives. They are ministering to unbelievers. They are ministering to believers in ways that they don't even comprehend and know about, Lord. Mm. Father, I pray for those people right now who are struggling, Lord, who are feeling that they aren't doing what they want to do or don't really can't really see through the fog can't see their calling lord i mm. pray god that you will just open the, the blind the blinders on their eyes just for a moment lord and let them see that they are making an impact lord they are making a kingdom impact father in their careers in the places that they work in their homes lord and in in their relationships with family and friends god we are making a difference lord God, I pray for encouragement for these these believers, Lord. God, I pray that you just rise up, rise them up, Lord, that you just pour into them, God. Wrap your arms around them, Lord, and restore, restore their their confidence, restore their where they feel like they're missing things, Lord. Restore their physical just beings, Lord, if they are just tired, Father, physically, or if they are tired mentally, Lord, I pray, God, that you will just restore them right this moment, God. Lord, I pray that you give them hope, you give them faith to continue working and continue doing what you called them to do, God. Praise you, Jesus, God. They are making differences. They are changing lives, Lord. Let them see that. Let them see that their impact for the kingdom is huge, Father. That one life changed, one life changed is a miracle, God. Father, I just pray right now for those that may have been called into missions or into ministry, Lord God. Lord, those who were called as a child or as a young teenager or even being called today. Lord, I just pray that you just touch their lives, Lord. Let them, let them speak to the people who can speak life into them and guide them along this path, Lord. Lord, let them know that it doesn't have to happen today or tomorrow that will happen in your time, Lord. Lord God, even like in our lives, you know, you placed a call in my life probably when I was a teenager, but it took almost 30 years before it came to fruition, Lord. Lord, just open the eyes of the people, Lord. I just pray this in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. And Lord, as we continue to pray, we all of us that are watching this today, take a moment to pray for Chris and Kim, Lord, and their family as they are all headed to Italy to start these wonderful ministries that they described. We pray, God, that you would go before them, that you give them favor, provision, opportunity. Uh, Lord God, that, the, that, that there would be countless lives changed uh, and transformed by your power, by the gospel of Jesus Christ, as Chris and Kim pour the love and the hope and the, the life of Christ into these boys and girls. Uh, and and consequently then their families, their brothers and sisters, aunts and uncles, grandmas and grandpas and friends. Lord, let the ripple effect go out from there to make a difference in, in such a way where it's exponentially 
going to impact in a way that Christian Kim will never know until, until they get to heaven. Lord, watch over them, provide for them, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the heart that you've placed in them, for the preparation that you've, that you've provided for them, and then for the opportunity that you've given them to go and make a difference in Italy. Oh, God, we love you and thank you for their lives. And we pray, Jesus, for your kingdom to be expanded, your name to be glorified uh, through Chris and Kim's and their family's life. And we pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Amen. Hey, so, Amen. Kim, I don't know if real quick you can go get both your kids and, and bring them in there so they can wave hi to us uh, yeah. or bye to us as we go. And as she's doing that, uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in today to The Harvest. And we hope that if this ministry uh, broadcast has been encouraging to you, that you can share this with your other friends on Facebook. There's going to be some contact information put on the bottom of the screen if you want to reach out to Chris and Kim and know some more information about their ministry. Uh, Chris and Kim, it's great to have you guys with us today. And there is a little girl behind you. Hi. Say, say hi. hi. Yeah. Is your brother somewhere close by? Yeah. He's coming. Come on. We're <laughs> going to wait. wait for him and then we're going to say bye. Hi. Hey. Hi, buddy. How are you? Hi. Hi. Okay, that works. No, that works. That's fine. Okay, well, you guys wave at everybody that's viewing here. Just wave at us as we say goodbye. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in to The Harvest. And we'll see you next time on The Harvest. God bless you.